What we need right now is a clear message to the people of this country. This message must be read in every newspaper, heard on every radio, seen on every television. This message must resound throughout the entire interlink. I want this country to realize that we stand on the edge of oblivion. I want every man, woman and child to understand how close we are to chaos. I want everyone to remember why they need us. <laughs> the fuck is with this guy? Who is he? I'm your huckleberry. The decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine. Everybody knows you never go full retard. You went full retard, man. There's an old saying in Tennessee, I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once, shame on, shame on you. If fool me, we can't get fooled again. So you smart, huh? No. I thought your hair would be bigger. It says on your chart that you're fucked up. Uh, you talk like a fag, and your shit's all retarded. So, just chill out. You know, drink a 7-Up, eat a moon pie, quit murdering people. You have smoked yourself retarded. It's a big club. And you ain't in it. I got hairy legs that turn that 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 that, that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down, so it was straight. And then watch the hair come back up again. What is your major malfunction, num nuts? And welcome to another Monday Night Master Debaters. You guys are lucky. It's Ladies Night by popular demand. We have got three of the best ladies around. So, but before we get started, we're going to start in true uh, Monday Night Master Debater fashion, in which is usually a disaster, but I'm hoping not so much this time. Because I didn't realize that Bud Light had a campaign long before this Dylan trans shit. Uh, do you guys remember this? Now, this is from 1993. I'm fitting, it says ladies' night in the background. Um, Bud Light. Please. Tonight's ladies' night, and there's a special on Bud Light. Oh, really? If you want great taste that won't fill you up and never let you down, make it a Bud Light. Oh, no, it's Ted from accounting. <laughs> so those dudes are dressed <laughs> to the T in tranny attire. Now, they didn't stop there. This was a whole campaign, apparently. Because then in I found another one from uh, 1995 where, uh, let's see, is it this one? Where they did another one just like it. Let's see, here we go. Hey, 
part two. This is a bunch of dudes dressed as women dominating on the pool table for those listening. Who are you calling guys? Yeah. Looks like you're in the finals. Ma'am, for the great taste that won't fill you up and never let you down, make it a Bud Light. You're the defending ladies pool champion? Yes, I am. <laughs> Tuesday night. If that isn't fitting for the bullshit that we're going through today... I don't know what is. So let's welcome these fine ladies. And we'll start with you, Miss Janet from Deplorable Nation. How are you, hon? Fabulous. And I just want to say thank you for having me back again. And uh, thanks for playing uh, the Translate commercials, because that just made me feel so much better. <laughs> it blew my mind. It's 30, 30 years ago to the, you know, to the year they predicted it. And not only did they have the women dressed like men and getting upset about it, but then they dominate the women's sports mm-hmm. and it's like, it fits right in with your new t-shirt, Rye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. I was going to say, I, I'm very confident. I can beat all three of you ladies up if we fought one-on-one, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> if we had the fight, I think I could take all three of you guys on, you know what I mean? Like one at a time. So, or basketball, like, like a pack football. of raccoons. Right, right, right. That's what I was going to say. Is it like the bear versus raccoon? Yeah, bear. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, I, I I mean, it's obviously that's a, it's an offensive thing to say. I would never uh, even try <laughs> to compete in a sport that you ladies were involved in. But I mean, what a fucking clown world we're living in right now. <laughs> and we have Miss Emily. Welcome back. How are you? Hi, doing well. Um, you know, super excited for the warm weather coming in, but you know, everything's been good in my world other than like watching, like you said, the clown world completely take over yet again with another agenda that's trying to erase or, you know, dominate a different subset of the culture. So here we are, ladies night, and we are um, clearly- We are home. real ladies, by the yeah. way. <laughs> Right. Yeah, right. We're we're just gonna have to associate as women our alternate personas tonight. I can do that. I'll show you guys my tits later if you want. <laughs> nice. Let's get this up on OnlyFans later. Guys. Yeah, that, that's a, that's a hot item right there. And Rosie from Upstate Unconventional, thank you so much for joining us. How are you? Thank you, Martha. Thank you for having me tonight. <laughs> Very good. I'm so happy to be here. So stoked. Oh, so, I, I love yeah. this, honestly. And people, the first one we did, people loved. And I know, Rose, I don't mean to call you out, but you were hesitant to join because you're <laughs> like, I don't want to, I don't want to rain on the parade of the, I'm like, it's a whole new cast of, of ladies, except Miss Janet's <laughs> coming back. I'm like, please. I'm like, the more the merrier. Because I love your ladies night. Every now and then, Ryan, and I need to be put in our place. And uh, right. this is fun too. I love it. I don't think anybody else really does it. So why not? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And we were talking before the show about not only this stuff, but the the new fad, which is the insanity of trans abled. Now mm-hmm. it, it doesn't get much crazier than that. I mean, like you the ex the the example that I usually use to people about the whole trans thing is like, you know, when my son was like five, he was into pirates. We weren't gonna cut off his his arm his hand and give him a hook. We weren't gonna take out one of his eyes and give him an eye patch. But these fucking transabled people, they're going full bore. Mm-hmm. So no, explain to me what the definition of this is, because this is the first I'm hearing of transabled. It is trans people 
that identify as disabled. So it's trans people. So it's like the trans. Well, they don't have people. to be trans. Well, they're not gender trans. Well, the, trans. Yeah. Oh, the ones yeah. I've seen have been. How about that? They, yeah, yeah, no, well, they go ahead. Emily. Yeah, no, they think they're disabled. So like one woman, for example, said she always felt like she should be blind. So she had her eyesight removed. And then there was another person who felt like they should have, they identify as being in a wheelchair. So they actually had their bottom, their knees down removed. Um, and it's so disturbing. The only thing that's come from it now is if you shame these people, you become an ableist. Like you're not a racist, you're an ableist. Mm -hmm. That's what people are mm -hmm. saying now when they're saying that they're being targeted by ableist extremists who don't agree with what, how they want to identify and don't acknowledge how they identify because they're calling it self-inflicted and it's not right. I just want to know what the hell surgeon is doing these things for these mentally ill people. Right. Oh, man, I, I got to tell you. The, it's got to be so much fraud going on because how the hell would you code that? Like the patient wants mm -hmm. their legs removed. There's nothing wrong with them, but they want their legs removed because they think they should be. They have restless leg syndrome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got to tell you real quick. I mean, I, I myself, I identify as trans taxable. So like I can't be taxed by any you know government. There or anything. you go. Yeah. And and, the, you know, I quoted every episode, every episode, whether it's my show, whether it's this show, South Park. OK, nice. South Park has an episode where this dude that's a Jewish lawyer in the show mm -hmm. identifies as a dolphin and this fucking doctor turns him into a dolphin. Literally. <laughs> and, you know, I don't know if you guys seen that episode, but there is an there. Like I said, there's an episode in that show uh, that that really, um, you know, kind of like pertains to like anything that. that yeah, we what see. haven't they hit on? Right. I mean, I, <laughs> every I'm just catching up and it's hilarious because, you know, you're looking back 10 years ago, they're hitting on stuff that's been hitting recently. And you right. never thought like they did it satirically. And now it's reality. It's like, what the fuck? Well, dude, most recently and, and you know, in season 24 and, and like I said, I'm, I'm working on a, a big episode that I'm going to do where I'm going to play a bunch of clips and stuff. But there's an episode, uh, the first episode of season 24, where they're trying to figure out how to vaccinate people without them knowing it. And we're seeing that mm -hmm. like kind of with like our vegetables and things that you get in the supermarket. And Randy stands dad in the show um he grows weed as his main business right and he ends up finding out because he's the guy that fucked a bat he had sex with a bat <laughs> that was in china and wuhan that ended up contaminating everyone and he ends up finding out since the weed he's growing he can ejaculate he can come on this weed and then people can smoke the weed that he came on and that will cure them from covid so he goes around, he comes on everyone's weed, and it's like, <laughs> that's how he cures everybody. And it, it's wild. It, I mean, like, it, it's so buffoon, like, it's buffoonery shit. But we're also seeing Bill Gates getting heavily invested mm -hmm. in, like, you know, putting this film over vegetables that we eat at the grocery store that mm -hmm. that are vaccinating us. And, and now Medicaid and Medicare, you can use that money to buy food. So it's just like it's all coming to fruition, dude. I think it's such a prophetic show in a weird way. Um, mm -hmm. And they get away with a lot of really like goofy shit. But it's the Simpsons on steroids, dude. It's predicting everything. Can I just say I would so much rather have weed with cum on it than after 
going to ever get the vaccination. <laughs> me I'm just too. Saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, mean, me I voluntarily too, I agree. <laughs> I will be the test pig. Yeah. Well, also because it's, it's natural immunity, right? So it's mm-hmm. not even like a vaccine. And he's just spreading his natural immunity. And I think there's a point within itself right there that's stating basically that natural immunity is better. And you don't need this vaccine. You can just smoke come laced weed that's going to give you immunity yeah <laughs> and it's got protein added there it is so there yeah. you go there it is all the way around. <laughs> there's your sore throat right <laughs> oh. so do, i gotta do you say, get the yeah. transabled now rosie i get it how insane unfortunately it's terrible mm-hmm. so it's so you don't have to be a trans person uh, you're just transabled so it could be like just a regular woman a real woman saying, I don't feel comfortable with this arm, and they take mm-hmm. it off. That's yep. sick. And yeah, you're right. And sends yeah. race. It's done or, like or, in a back women. alley somewhere. I mean, it's like. Well, if you think about it, the doctors, surgeons, whoever, they're all paid for to manipulate true medicine, right? Mm-hmm. So they've already been incentivized to do sort of the wrong things during COVID. They've been incentivized to promote a vaccine that they don't know anything about and pretend that they do. So it's not a far stretch to find people who are really, really money hungry to perform after hours or in other locations um, to do certain things that like this for the right dollar amount. I mean, obviously, these people are paying out of pocket. It's not coming from insurance or anything like that. So, you know, they can they can perform anywhere with the right equipment and with the right dollar amount with the right level of moral corruption. Right. Hey, just come to my house. I have lots <laughs> of tools and uh, I have medical experience, so I would be more than happy to help you. So oh, here's God. that woman you were talking about. Yeah. Yep. Taking your own vision or the process with which you, you did take your own vision. I don't have any regrets taking my vision. <laughs> I believe I should have been born blind and I'm happy the way I am. I do have some regrets about <clears throat> the way I did it. But I'm ha- in the end, I'm happy the way I am. Dr. Phil, I, with all due respect to Jewel, but I am having a really hard time, really hard time, sitting so close to someone who traumatized herself, who damaged herself. We took an oath in medicine to help people. We see horrible tragedies every single day as doctors and people who would give anything to go back and restore their vision, their health. My heart is beating out of my chest. I can't even make sense of the emotions I'm feeling because to hear someone say, I've I've always felt I should be blind. Well, I've always felt I should be the queen of England, but I'm not going out to become the queen of England. That's a pretty shitty example, but yeah. I was going to say, dude, uh, this blind chick is paid by the CIA. You know what well, I mean? And, yeah. and would no you want to see that. yourself if you were her? I mean, she is morbidly obese and just a disgusting human being. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, that's such a... No one I took my own vision with French fries. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I always think when people go and shoot up schools, I think that these, are, these people are paid by the CIA. I think that that is a <laughs> fake thing it's on dr phil right dr Um, phil not exactly like the average person right it's not like this is some real everyday child yeah little little jerry springer-esque rest in peace right yeah Mm -hmm. r.i.p i mean he's the goat when it comes to this stuff but it's Mm -hmm. just like dude i i I bet you uh, similar to um who's that damn musician the black guy uh playing piano 
Oh, that, that narrowed one? it down. Oh, Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder. Yeah, Stevie Wonder. You guys knew what I was <laughs> the talking black about. Black musician, you know. Oh, wait, when you throw yeah, when that you one. Throw... Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, but the, when when people threw shit at him, he would flinch, right? <laughs> that's about as blind as she is. Uh, dude, well, I guarantee that, that gets us into like Helen Keller. Right, dude. That, that this whole... is just some fake bullshit. Oh. So you don't think that people are batshit nuts enough to do stuff like that? No, oh, man. People I don't mean, even want to get in fist fights. There were That's people that were that were licking the toilet bowl and <laughs> eating Tide Pods and just all the dumb shit that people do. And you don't think they were eating toilet paper? Yeah. 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 I don't think anyone would remove their own vision, honestly. I really I, I honestly don't. Maybe I have too much faith in humanity, but I don't think I, that that's even fucking real. <laughs> yeah, but people are removing their penises. I mean, yeah. You think about and they're removing their penises for like creation of a vagina that doesn't even function. Work. Doesn't work. They have no pleasure whatsoever, and they have to dilate it every day. Like every in, day, yeah. They are they are so duped into what they're doing, and there's so much regret. Like that, gays against groomers. I don't know if you know that website. They show people who are like having trans regret, mm-hmm. and it's heartbreaking because these people are really manipulated these people are obviously clearly compromised in terms of like their self sense of self-worth and their identity and they're just trying to find something to cling to kind of like like an anorexic would or like someone who's trying to find something to define themselves right and then they're completely manipulated and it's encouraged by this these people that are you know in north carolina they're 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 two years old they're allowing parents to start transitioning their kids at two years old and it's like when you see this type of behavior happening, I mean, it's a system that's so malfunctioned and it's completely intentional. Well, think too about, think too about like the parents who uh, always wanted a little girl, but instead they kept having little boys. That's incentivizing those people to mutilate their children and cause permanent long lasting damage just to get the little girl they always wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and this is all parent driven, right? No yeah. kid mm-hmm. is saying, you know, they may they may associate with a you know, a boy may associate with a girl or go through a phase, but they're not going to follow through with it. That's the insanity of the parents mm-hmm. pushing mm-hmm. them through the process. And right. that's that's that whole look at me. You know, I'm so in tune with everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I, I'm, I'm hip with the in crowd. Yeah, it's definitely, Mm -hmm. definitely like Munchausen's by proxy, you know, where they're trying to get attention through their kid. Mm -hmm. And like, it's the worst part about it is like the kid goes along with it because they don't know any different because the parents are teaching it. But I've never seen a person like, like all of us who are people who see the truth, we're truth or people. I've never seen one of us with a trans kid ever. Mm -hmm. Like I've never seen one. They're all very far left extremists, like, the, that liberal mindset that wants to join the community, sit at the cool table, feel special, feel part of a crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is some hope, like it, actually today, my daughter who's in second grade, she told me, cause I've talked with my kids cause they've asked me questions about the trans and what's going on and why men dress as women and why they dance and do this. Cause I see these things it's in the, it's just, it's everywhere. They've seen mm-hmm. it. 
And so I've explained to them like what I see about it and why it's wrong and why it's people being manipulated and people who are insecure, you know, whatever. And my daughter said, you know, mom, I didn't bring it up at school, but at lunch, other kids were talking about how their parents are saying that that's completely wrong. It goes against God. It's, it's, it's driven by inversion. It's not good. And she's like, I was so happy that I'm not the only one who feels that way. Like we're not alone. And I was like, oh, thank goodness. You know, I mean, thank they, God. Go, they go to a, they go to a, uh, uh, um, uh, you know, a private school that's affiliated with a church. So that helps They're in the right community, but at least there's like, it's not the whole generation. You know what I mean? There's people who have the right mindset about them and parents who are teaching their kids correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and that's a problem. I, I just noticed on my sons, they have like a, uh, you know, a parent square it's called where you can go on there and they post, it's like a, a message mm-hmm. board. And I saw for early June, they have this acceptance day. And thankfully it's a Sunday. And I'm like, cause if they're forcing this on my kid, I am going to principal's office right now mm-hmm. and they're going to hear holy hell from me. But it's all about trans acceptance. And it's like, well, why? Why why are we catering to this small, small minority and bringing it to young children? Like, it, it's sexualization. It's grooming, like you talked about mm-hmm. before, Emily. It, it shouldn't matter to these kids. It doesn't matter to these kids. The only reason it matters is because it's being forced upon them by adults. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they wouldn't know. Well, that's the thing. The only reason that there is this label is for people to identify themselves for who they like to have sex with or what they like to do. Mm -hmm. So there's no reason, like even for just being gay or lesbian, there's no reason to bring that into the kindergarten classroom. There's no reason for a teacher to say, I am a lesbian and this is what I do. And like, there's no reason. Who is mostly pushing it? It's Mm -hmm. men, men that are women that are True. pushing it on young kids. And that's the sickest part. You don't see as much on the yeah. female mm-hmm. side mm-hmm. that they're so out there. Yeah, there's there's lesbian teachers, but they're not out there pushing mm-hmm. it on the kids as or much. Or dancing with their legs spread open, you know, exactly. with, with nothing on in high heels. It's disgusting. Yeah, exactly. or swinging a big cock around, you know, in a whirly <laughs> bird or something. You know, they're not doing this stuff. But the guys have to go in there dressed in mm-hmm. skirts, mini skirts mm-hmm. and all this shit. And there was a great video I saw the other day of some, I don't know, he's probably 70 years old, you know, an old, old war vet. And there was a a trans guy coming into his store and he's like, you're fucking crazy. Get out of my store. He's like, I don't want you in my store. You're just fucking insane. He's like, well, you have to accept me for who I am. He goes, you're a man. He goes, you don't even look like a woman. He goes, who would we even want to be with you? You look like a man in a dress. There's nothing attractive about you. He's like, what is wrong with you? You have mental illness. And they won't even acknowledge that point that there has to be some mental illness involved in this. Mm-hmm. Instead, that is a lot. In, yeah, instead, that. you're a bigot or you're yeah. a racist or whatever, mm-hmm. transphobe, mm-hmm. whatever they want to call you for calling them out for their insanity. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, the premise of the TV show MASH, there was a whole storyline dedicated to like a guy wanting to leave Plinger. the war. What was it? Yeah, or dressing like a woman because that would get him out on the on the premise of being mentally unstable. Like that's real world. That's the reality. That's the real life. And this this thing now, like I don't care what people do. If they want to like, they want to be um, Bruce Jenner and wear women's underwear and then change and do whatever they want to do, do it. 
go have fun behind closed doors. Do whatever you need to do to feel good about yourself. If you have that level of mental illness, go for it. Just be you. But you push that on, on the kids or you tell me that I'm a bigot because I don't use your pronouns. Uh, there you go. I, I, I can't. I can't accept that. And I'm not right. a transphobic for that. I won't accept it to be pushed on my kids or pushed on me to have to call myself a birthing person or like use certain pronouns. Like you're a dude, you're a dude. I'm going to call you he. That's yeah. it. Exactly. And yeah. it's ironic too, because you see it in the army now in the military. Mm -hmm. Well, specifically the oh Navy. Oh my God. Yeah. There's, Navy. There's a trick uh, and shocker. Yeah. It's the Navy out of home. Right. They've got a reputation. to The queerest of all armed forces. <laughs> But it's it's hilarious and no offense to any Navy guys. My brother was in the Navy and so was one of my better friends. But at the same time, it's your always name's yeah. so mm -hmm. let's let's call a spade a spade here. But yeah. I think this is kind of like the, the lowest common denominator to talk about it in this way, though. Right. I mean, it's not about changing people's genders. Honestly, it goes a lot deeper than that. I think right. I, I, it's yeah. it's pedophile yeah. shit is yes. really what it goes yep. to and mm -hmm. and i i actually talked about this today dude like talking about like the last episode uh that we did last week right great episode i think it was one of the best mnmds that like you know that that have been out there did i say that right mnmd monday night masturbate yeah. yes i did mm -hmm. so yeah. you know the this whole idea dude of accepting homosexuality and not only accepting it and this is just me talking. This isn't anyone else here because I know this is sketchy because we're we we a lot of us grew up in the 90s, 80s, 70s, whatever, right? This is homosexuality is is in my opinion it's wrong. And I think that this mm -hmm. adds to the crazy shit that is going on today. You accept gayness, you accept homosexuality, and then that accepts transgenderism. And then that mm -hmm. transgenderism accepts pedophilia. Yep, mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys you guys have heard of the false memory syndrome foundation, right? No. So there's, you haven't heard of the false memory syndrome. Okay. So this is a wild foundation basically started in the nineties, 1992. This, this foundation was started by this guy. Uh, his name is eerily similar to Freud. It's F R E Y D Freud. And he started this foundation talking about false memories that kids have when they're raped. And, and they, they totally discredited these kids because his daughter said that she raped him. Yeah, if you go, if you scroll down to the bottom, this foundation was disbanded in 2019. Scroll all the way down to the bottom there. After 27 years, the FMS Foundation dissolved in December 30 uh, on December 31st, 2019. This was provably connected to MK Ultra. All the board members were connected mm -hmm. to MK Ultra, mm -hmm. and there's these people that were connected to this. This family out of California that produced a magazine called Finger Magazine. And this was a hardcore child pornography magazine that was published in fucking L.A. It was sold on fucking street corners. So this is not something new. There's articles and there's 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 one article that was written that said uh, talking about my first rape. She was 13 years old. Right. Like that was one of the fucking articles that was posted on this this finger magazine uh, thing. I don't know how many issues were put out. I know at least three were. But it's it's basically a magazine about pedophilia. Everybody connected to this false memory syndrome foundation talked about how every child that said that they were raped by their parents was lying. Not mm -hmm. one of these people was was telling the truth. OK, mm -hmm. it's all um, yeah. dark, dark shit here. And um, basically, they built a culture dating 
back to at least the 70s that uh, it's okay for parents to have sex with their kids. You have the horrible, horrible stories about people writing in saying, like, I wish that more people would talk openly about parents having sex with their kids because it's normal. <laughs> One of the board members was saying that um, pedophilia is God's will because it's allowed to happen, right? It's, it's shit like that. So this is not something new, but this is something that is progressing quicker and quicker. The transgenderism shit is a distraction. It's mm -hmm. all about your kids. I don't have any right. kids, okay? They're targeting kids, and that's what the whole thing is. That's why. Why do you think it's fucking? Dude, Matt, it, it, someone can come and try and persuade you to be a chick. You're not going to do it, dude. I'm not going to do it either. Rosie's not going to turn to a chick. Emily's not. Or I'm sorry, dude. Emily's not gonna say, yeah, same thing. I'm, All right. I'm here, okay? Hell no. Rosie's not going to turn to a dude. Emily's not going to turn to a dude. Janet's not going to turn to a dude. Okay. That's the whole thing. They're targeting kids. That's the whole point. Sorry, Rosie. I'm having a couple Mike's hearts here. You know, okay? it is what it is. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. But okay. they are. They, they're targeting the kids and they're saying like now it's 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 legal in many states for schools and doctors to initiate the hormone therapy as early as eight years old without the parents without even consent. Yeah. Yes. And 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 I've seen accounts of people actually who I personally know who have talked about that there are programs going on in schools where they say like you cannot talk about what we're gonna talk about here, but like who thinks maybe they don't know what gender they are? And this is for seven, eight year olds. Well, and, and where's it coming from, about, Emily? Well, Disney, right? Nickelodeon, yeah. all mm -hmm. these mind programming exercises. Well, also, the Bill <clears throat> Gates has has taken over and hijacked our education system and it's coming mm -hmm. into the schools. Like for example, Matt, you talked about the program on Sunday, the holy day for you know using it for inversion. Mm -hmm. Right. And this is all for me, too. I see that it is tied to the, the, you know, targeting the children, but also it's promoting completely that Baphomet agenda, mm -hmm. that inversion, that hybrid human, that that being this new standard, the new cool. And they're manipulating an entire few generations. Right. It's not even just the youngest generations. They're manipulating the 20 year olds now, too. Yep. And, and it's it's really just sliding us right into like the Satan control that's going on. And that's that's how I see it from my perspective. And they are targeting the children. They are trying to sexualize the, ch sexualize the children. And all those things that like we've heard about in history or like really no, I don't know if that's even true or not, right, Matt? Because like, who knows what part of history that we've been taught is true? But like, they're teaching these kids these things, and they're grooming these kids to do these things, and they're sacrificing kids, and they're they're mutilating kids, and they're they're inverting kids, and I don't know where it's going to end. Well, like, it's terrifying for me because it's going to create a whole generation of kids who are wrecked mentally mm -hmm. and physically. So twenty years from now, what are we going to see in society? Like, where are we going to be? Like, yeah. And, and one of the one of the crazy things is, is our buddies over at Operation Red Pill, they do this uh, movie breakdown and they did Marvel. And it, I know it blew my mind. I'm sure it did with you, Rye, about the whole inversion, about the whole thing being inversion. Well, they just this past week did one on Star Wars and they brought to the table how essentially that is an inversion. And how, you know, you call Darth Vader Lord, the Dark Lord and, and everything like that and how. But their hope, one of the big points that stuck with me was when they were talking about this interview with George Lucas. And his point was, yeah, my movies aren't really for adults. They're for kids. 
because they're easily, we want to get our message out there and we, it's easier to get your message out to kids than it is to adults. And, and so they're right in there, they are showing you how they are targeting the children for this whole inverted world that they want to create. And this, it's really about separating you from your creator, so to speak, from, from the natural ways of life. You know, and, and it's, it's about separating you from your creator, Matt. And then also like like not just like your metaphysical creator, but your literal creators too, your parents. Right. Yeah. Oh, the, well, your that's what I was gonna get them. into. Yeah, the family. Yeah. Like, and then you start they started looking at Star Wars and every character's from a broken family, mm-hmm. right? Luke doesn't have his parents. Him and he didn't even know Leia was his sister. He ends up having well, yeah, like a, a sister, kiss right? scene with his sister mm-hmm. and you know, it's all this just weird shit that goes on. Breaking and, all the rules. Just breaking all the rules. Yeah. Look at all the Disney movies. The, <sighs> we, went, we went, I did a whole episode on it. And it's something like in the in the low, like 93% of them have child trauma in them. A vast majority of them are broken homes or, mm-hmm. you know, from a traumatic home life. And it's just, it's just constantly, they're constantly bombarded. Now it's packaged nicely. They give you the nice song and dance and the colors and everything. So you're distracted, but the message, the heart of the message is that inversion and that, that destruction of the nuclear family. And they've been, I mean, even Black Lives Matter came out and said that that was one of their things they were going after was the nuclear family that was on their, you know, their, whatever you call it, uh, shit. Like when you start a business. Yeah. Yeah. Mission Mission statement. statement. Yes. Mm -hmm. That was it. That was part of it. It was to destroy the nuclear family. And it's like, Mm -hmm. well, and that was celebrated up, down and sideways. Yeah. Why? Why? For what? Because it goes against like the principles of God, like whatever you believe or whatever, you know, whatever you think of for what this is all for, what our creator is and all of that. Everything that's going on now and has been going on for the last, you know, at least 20 years is to invert all of that. Right. So there's for me, that was proof to me that there's got to be something to believe because the evil is coming in and coming in and taking over and inverting everything. That There's got to be something more that we really should be paying attention to and looking at for what is the true purpose of being here, why we're here, what's going on, what's happening with our souls, all of that. For me personally. I'm with you. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a whole it's the natural law versus synthetic. They want us to live in this synthetic world mm-hmm. where that is easily <clears throat> controllable. It's easy to get you in a state of fear. It's, and you know, the closer we get to things like central bank, digital currency and, you know, our, uh, the, the ESG scores and all that garbage, mm-hmm. you know, your carbon credits and things like that. They, they, you know, you even made a post, Emily, the other day about how New York State wants to ban or is is, is working on an act to ban gas stoves. Mm-hmm. Well, gas, you can't shut off gas, you know, in someone's home, but you can shut off their electric. They're going after dishwashers I saw today. I'm like. <laughs> yeah, for less water usage. Yeah. So what, now we're going to get bacteria on our dishes and end up sick and need a vaccine to, to get us out of it? Well, yes, because uh, the trend now is moving all the vaccinations to the mRNA. And so, of course, you remember when, when Biden said he was going to cure cancer? And then what do we have that's already been in the pipeline for a while? 
a cancer vaccination. Yeah. Yeah. And again, also, where yeah, where summer. are they going to target those vaccinations? The children, mm-hmm. right? They're going to they're going to add more to the kids list in order for them to be able to do things, right? If you want right. to go to public school, if you want to do this, you want to do that. They're just going to keep and, and that's all they're doing. Everything they're doing and and a lot of people don't see this. They they call mm-hmm. us crazy for saying this shit. But they're going specifically at our children. They don't care about us. We're mm-hmm. we're beyond control at this point, mm-hmm. and we're just a nuisance to them. But the children, that's and it only takes one generation. If they can mm-hmm. get one generation in, then it just rolls right through. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like focus. Like anytime someone talks about one of these like right or left issues, mm-hmm. see how that ties in with the kids, and see see like I said, dude. I don't have any kids, man. I have a sister. That's you know she's. 19 years old now that's the youngest person that's alive that i i would die for at this point like for a specific person right but dude all you guys uh, you know you guys got people that are younger than that 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 you'd die for right like you and and those are the people that you have to try to relate every single issue that they're fucking trying to distract you with whether it's you know the 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 alien balloons that are out there whatever the fuck is going on who cares Dude, how does this relate to these kids and and their friends and all these people that don't that are that same age that don't have anyone that looks after them and that thinks about that like that? Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that's the most important thing, man. These kids, dude, like after reading that shit that I was reading about that this stuff's been going on since this country's inception and obviously long before this, right? Mm-hmm. But we can actually do mm-hmm. something about it right now. And I think it's just so important, dude. I, I think that that's the only fucking thing. That's the only thing that's important. I don't care if I die tomorrow. I don't care, you know, if, if you know, any adult out there dies tomorrow. What can we do for these kids that yeah. are trying to come up in this world right now when they're being pulled every which way that, you know, they don't know what the hell is going on unless they have any kind of guidance. So, yeah, I would say any any political issue. Whether it's abortion, are you seeing a lot of that in uh, in upstate Rosie? Not as much. So, like, you know, I don't see a lot of the trans stuff being pushed. You know, which is nice. Like, when you guys were like talking about like the shows and stuff that go on at schools, I think we were talking about that before. I don't like none of that is being pushed. Thank God, because the minute any of that shit would be pushed, like I'm ready to homeschool, like Mm -hmm. that. So. I don't know what's going to happen when Leo turns 10 because that's the next round of vaccines because we're not doing it anymore. Like we're done, you know? Um, however, no, we're not seeing a lot of these weird agendas, but um, we don't hang out with those kind of people either. So I don't know. But but what's important to note is, yeah, it's being pushed on the kids, but like Ryan's saying, the foundation comes at home. But I see a lot of like weirdo parents that would push this and they are easily manipulated these parents right so it does of course start with the kids but i don't know like for these parents to go along with what these kids want that's not normal there's something going on with these parents Mm -hmm. too that's completely off so they're getting infiltrated somehow too you know um they're definitely they're pushing it to the parents that that have that need to want to belong yeah need to want to be part of the cool kids right so they're pushing it to the kids they're pushing it to the parents of of like a certain political persuasion or like a certain belief persuasion whatever it is and and they're pushing it so hard that these parents are completely taking 
like what the um what is being taken and teaching it to their kids then they're thinking like yes this is the right way because i'm a justice warrior i care so much about trans people's rights and like whatever like i care about trans people doing their thing whatever they want to do the same as i do my thing the way i want to do but i'm not going to teach it to my kids like i'm not going to but there's people who are like no they're you know, I, I hate these extremist people who are not going to teach it to their kids. So I'm going to go forth and teach it to my kids. And then that, that, that's how it just snowballs from there. And like where I live personally, there's not this happening. But the minute it happens, I like you, I'm prepared to homeschool. Like it's it's we're, we're fortunate in the school that we're in where they don't believe in this stuff. But but the minute it starts to infiltrate, we're done. But like I, I live in Wisconsin and in Illinois, it's happening. It's so mm -hmm. close right over the border. It's right here. It just depends on like what the people in power and political power are, you know, being paid to promote. Mm -hmm. yeah. I believe you that you live in Wisconsin. It's on your shirt. Yeah. I'm representing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, so dude, I watched this movie last night, right? And, and you guys have heard of it. They live. Okay. Great movie. Great fucking movie. I've seen it for like the, I mean, this is like the 20 plus time that I've seen this and they talk about just that in the movie like why there are certain people that get sucked into this beast system and it's they're good at what they do these people that run it they're very good we can't sit here and think that the government is incompetent and that they can't keep a secret like with 9-11 right when they, when you hear people that say how how would 9-11 be able to be pulled off when the government can't do anything right they can do everything exactly how they want to do it. Think about the Gulf of Tonkin. Think about every false flag that's ever gone down mm -hmm. in the United States history. Mm -hmm. There's thousands of people behind this. And there's people, th these are people that believe in the mission. And these are people that are, they don't need to really be coaxed into doing mm -hmm. the quote unquote right thing. These are people that just believe. So yeah. you see these people in, in they live, they say, we take like an average person that graduates, you know, uh, with a 2.0 grade average from uh, or GPA from whatever college. And we take them and we we focus on them and we move them up through the system. We give them raises here and there. And then all of a sudden they're making so much money compared to what they thought they were going to make as a kid they're making one hundred thousand dollars a year. That's good money for somebody that was like. I'm just trying to make it in life, right? So they're making a hundred thousand dollars a year. Now they just want to make sure that they continue to get that paycheck every single week or two weeks or whatever. And they're just in it. That's what I mean. They say that in that movie. It's a goofy movie, but dude, that is legit shit right there. When people are part of the system and they've gotten they've they've gotten used to sucking on that tit, they're gonna stay right there. You yeah. know what I mean? It's scary to get out of that system, man. Um well, but I encourage easier. everyone to try it. It's easier to to go along than it is for people to question. So yeah. a lot of those uh, parents that are okay with genital mutilation of their children um, or, you know, the the hormone therapies that have lifelong, you know, detrimental effects on their health. These are the, the same people that that have as a as a broad blanket statement, like no critical thinking skills so they can't even decipher right from wrong for themselves. So those people are are so easy to target. And all of that stuff is a it's available like through your your medical records, your diagnosis codes, all of that stuff. It is 
is fair game for hackers or, or, you know, government entities, whoever wants the information and they know exactly who to target and -hmm. how to target them. And most of these people, Jen, are highly educated. Yeah. Highly educated, which means they're good at following instruction. Right. Mm -hmm. And they're good at fitting into the box. Mm -hmm. It's, it's the folks that don't, that, that end up getting a job out of high school and, and and don't follow through and keep going into this system that are the ones who end up causing a problem. It's like, I I love the movie demolition man, because Mm -hmm. it's, it's, you know, a look at the dystopian future, but you have, you know, Edgar who, who Edgar friendly, who's underground. And he's the one who leads the the people and he wants no part of the nonsense. And he's, he's like the guy, he's the critical thinker. He's the one who breaks everything down. And the rest of these people are just living in this dystopia, but they're happy because they're safe Mm -hmm. because they don't have to think about anything. They don't have Mm -hmm. to worry about everything's taken care of for them. It's, it's this nice sterile environment. But the problem is, is that there's no creativity. Mm -hmm. There's, there's no uniqueness. It's it's the most boring and and unthoughtful society that you can have. And I don't think there's anything lower than people who lack critical thinking skills. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. No. Yep. I know. That's very true. And if you think about the education system like that, when you say people are highly educated, they're, that just means they're highly manipulated. Think about right. what colleges and universities are doing today. And they even did to me when I went through the system, you know, like they, they very, the curriculum is very subtle about teaching you like you are above, you are above the line. You're doing all these things and, and you're learning all these things because you can, you know, handle it. And then at the same time, they're manipulating you into thinking that you need to be a social justice warrior. You need to um, do certain things or feel certain things or say certain things. And they put certain curriculum in front of you that makes you think, okay, yeah, this is the way, this is the truth. And then like, actually you've just been manipulated into thinking something that will go with an agenda that's coming. It's very interesting. Like that's what I noticed when I was in, in college, you know, back in the you know late nineties, early two thousands. And like it it's it's very, very interesting how I feel like that education did nothing to me but try to indoctrinate me. You know, it didn't mm-hmm. do anything to like actually further my career. Everything in my career has been just because of like what I learned through work and doing things has nothing to do with my education, but my education really did try to indoctrinate me. And I see that very clearly now. Well, and it's funny you say that because I'm in basically a college town out here in Massachusetts Mm -hmm. and you see it like Mm -hmm. they there are still some of these perfectly healthy college kids wearing masks because they have been brainwashed. And and now they they're signaling to everyone else, you know, Mm -hmm. that they're they're in with you. You don't have to worry about me. I'm part of the Mm -hmm. team, you know, Um, and it's it's disturbing because this is that next generation. And you can obviously tell that they are highly manipulable and, and they're easily, easily targets for what they want to do. And, and when it comes time for them to have kids, their kids are going to be prey. And that's, that's the shittiest part about it. And that's one of the reasons why I, I coach is because I, I think one of the things that we have to do as adults is show these kids how to be strong show these kids how to question things and ask questions because just to obey orders, it's not going to get you anywhere. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, it may get you a monetary uh, satisfaction out of life, but quality of life is going to be piss poor 
when you think about what is all the options that are out there, all the great things that are out there that are automatically shut out of their world because they're trapped in this, you know, matrix, so to speak, this, this synthetic world where everything is manipulated. I think it's important too, to, to teach them the, the old thing, you know, there's consequences for your actions instead of we're going to codify you. Oh, Oh, you're having a bad day. You're, oh, we'll take a mental health day. You don't need to come to school today. Oh, you're, you're having, uh, you're, you're sad and you don't want to get out of bed. Oh, you don't have to come to work. You know what I mean? So in, instead of progressing through this codification that we've had going on for such a while now, you know, we need to go backwards, basically like, I wish things were like they were when I was growing up and fuck around and find out you do Mm -hmm. something wrong. Your parents are going to whoop your ass with a switch or, you know, yeah. Well, one of the things around you or whatever, instead of now where it's like nothing. One of the things that I despise is the concept of participation trophies. Yes. Same. Right. And, and so I heavily push on these kids. Yeah. It's great that you show up, but you don't get rewarded for that. What you get rewarded for is showing up and putting in effort. And that effort and that persistence Mm -hmm. and that consistency of doing things over Mm -hmm. and over and Mm -hmm. and not just being satisfied and expecting a reward because you made you showed up. Right. Bullshit. That's that's not how it should be. Mm -hmm. And there's too many people that because what do you become then? Then you become dependent. You become weak Mm -hmm. just because you expect, oh, if anything hard happens, I'm just going to shut down because I was there. I try. You know, I went. Uh, that should be good enough, right? They they want yeah. us all to be weak, though. Mm-hmm. They want our kids to be weak now. They want right. us to be weak. Thank God we're, I think we're all in the same sort of generation area uh, mm-hmm. where we did not grow up weak-minded right. individuals. Right. And Absolutely. thank goodness, I think that carries over to our kids because they're. I think they're probably all tough cookies. Um, I know, you know, <laughs> I'm having issues just with them at school because they don't listen because like <laughs> you know the authority thing for them is you know but um yeah yeah with our kids i get that too you know and they, they yes. don't like what someone I, I got a call from the school because my son was talking about chemtrails in class yes <laughs> yes <laughs> yes he was explaining to kids in the playground what they were seeing and and i was like he's not wrong yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, no, uh, our little guy said Nico's wrong. a conspiracy oh, theorist. Yeah. It's so funny, though. <laughs> During the parent teacher conference, she's yeah. like, so we have why a couple is issues. Wrong? Right. Why is, and- that, why is that wrong for a kid to sit there and say, like, that's coming from the government when they look up at the chemtrails, mm-hmm. but they can look at, like, the fucking rocks and say some crazy, like, those were left behind by fairies or something. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's so crazy, why can't a kid just talk about it? Yeah, I told my son to ask his teacher, what are straight clouds? Because we weren't taught about straight clouds growing up. So ask your your science teacher, what are those straight clouds in the the sky that they come up every day out of the back of airplanes? Because they weren't there when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And depending on where you travel, like we were in Florida just a little bit ago. And there, there, there were some chemtrails, but other days there were none. And there were real clouds. And my kids were like, are those the real clouds you were talking about? Like, it's so sad because here in Wisconsin, we it's just chemtrails every day. It's like the sky is beautifully blue and clear and perfect in the morning. And then as soon as you get to about one o'clock, 
you've seen all the lines in the sky and then there's just a cloud cover and it happens every day. And, and when we were in Florida, they were like, look at those clouds. Those are incredible. And I'm like, that's how it used to be every day. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't mince words. I don't, I don't try to pretend like I tell them exactly what's going on. And I remember my daughter being like, it just makes you not want to breathe the air. And I'm like, yes, but also there's things you can do to mitigate it. There's detox things you can take and other things to try to get the chemicals out of your body and all of that. So we talk about all those things. And I think that's so important because it's the reality of the world we live in. And, and if they carry out that on into school, I'm actually happy about it. So when the teacher calls and I'm like, I, what's wrong about it? What, what, what do they actually say that's wrong? It goes, maybe it goes against your curriculum and your science, but are they being wrong. disrespectful? You know, no. are, are they doing yeah. anything to harm any other kids? No, they're asking a question or they're, or they're mm-hmm. making statements. Yeah. You know, so get over it. And that's the other thing. These teachers are so soft Ugh. that they don't know how to deal with kids mm-hmm. that don't fall in line. And I deal with that on a regular basis. My pr- my son's principal won't even call anymore. It's a beautiful thing because I just don't take her crap anymore. I'm like, you're an educator. You're supposed to be able to know how to deal with kids. Mm-hmm. I'm like, these are kid things that they're doing. I said, is he hurting anybody? Is is anyone at risk because of what he's saying or doing? Then, then get over yourself. You know, it's, it's you. just yeah. it's so disgusting. You just you're just mm-hmm. offended, lady, because it goes against your beliefs. Mm hmm. That's what you're probably Or it goes is. against your paycheck, you know, yeah. and that's the thing. So many people are driven mm-hmm. by money. So like, it's important for parents to keep that, to not bow down to the pressure of, of what's being, you know, trying to, when they try to change certain things that we talk about or change certain things that we teach at home, like what comes in at home is should be their foundation and school should be secondary. And if they question or if it clashes too bad, you know, I'm not going to change what I talk about at home. Well, and here's, yeah. here's the other thing. The school mm-hmm. system is fucked. Yeah, what, it's so what, fast. Yeah. Why have it's kids Gates. Gates designed can't sit it, for right? that long? I mean, yeah. come on. I got. Mm-hmm. I have a ten-year-old kid. He, you yeah. expect him to sit there for forty-five minutes straight and not fidget, not get restless, and just mm-hmm. sit there and pay attention? I'm like, you're out of your mind. Well, and how many adults can actually sit there mm-hmm. that long and not ever move, and not ever, you know, look away? Mm-mm. it's true we're all there too we can't do it i play around with my water every 10 minutes you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah i get on a conference call for work and it's like yeah. if it's an hour long i'm like oh shit i'm like i'm gonna have to find something to do after i need five minutes afterwards just to get up go outside get some fresh air mm-hmm. walk around because i, I mean best- i start doing the same thing emily i'll be grabbing my cup i'll be clicking my pen mm-hmm. I'll, you know you'll see me here i can't sit still like it's, yeah. it's Instagram posts meetings. They're during my work day. When I'm doing meetings, that's when I do my best Instagram. You know, like <laughs> I'm literally with my camera off multitasking with Instagram. I gotta say too, <laughs> these educators, like especially like children's educators, they're so mm-hmm. smug. Like they think that they mm-hmm. are shaping the future, right? Mm-hmm. Like so it's cool. crazy how, how like when you talk with them and they're like, Well, you don't understand how tough it is to to babysit children. And read from a book and tell them what you see in the book. Mm-hmm. It's it's such an easy fucking job. And you know, I I know teachers and shit like that. And I'm not I'm not intentionally trying to make teachers feel like shit. But man, your job's fucking easy. Like it really is an easy job. You're following rules, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the problem is the rules are so flawed that these teachers are just regurgitating bullshit. Uh, any yeah. teachers that are offended, you can DM me if you think that I'm wrong. I can do your job better than you, a hundred percent, with no you're, college education. You're not. You're not. Yeah, have them DM you about the moon landing. 
and then you can go from there. I mean, anything, anything, <laughs> literally <laughs> any subject I can learn overnight better than your eight years in college or whatever has taught you. Because I know how to like look into things myself. Mm -hmm. These people, they're just following systems. It's a very, very easy thing to do. Um, dude, I, you know, I, I, this new thing that I'm working with, this new company, they, they asked me to write articles for things and I can do it in 30 minutes. And, and it, when I write these 30 minute articles, they're like, how did you get, how did you get this information? I'm like, well, you know, it, it's pretty easy to get the information. It's, it's all out there. It's just a matter of looking into it. So, mm -hmm. you know, you just have to kind of think outside the box, just the, the tiniest margin. And you'll, you'll come to the conclusion that's actually like the most beneficial for everybody, but they just, you know, teachers and, and uh, all these people that are part of the system, they don't know how to do that, man. Well, and that's it's the thing as, and I agree with you completely because I taught college for quite a long time. And it's like the other teachers would get so irritated because like all of my students would pass state board exams and they're like, what are you doing different than what we're doing? And I'm like, I don't follow your lesson plan. I do my own thing and I tell them things that they don't find in the book. I, you know, tell, teach them word roots and, and things like that so they can recognize stuff. And I used to like make them play games. Like I'd make up like Jeopardy games or make them act out stuff or whatever so that they make would actually remember and it's not about memorization it's something that like if i make up a stupid song or a stupid poem when they go to take an exam or something they're like oh my god it's that stupid song she used to sing all the time and well, here's what it is and this is what it means because how many people remember stupid fucking songs right right mm -hmm. think about all right. the tv jingles you remember yeah. right, right? yeah right yep charles in charge yeah, and that's the thing about is like how <laughs> that is the most random one ever. Oh, that is so <laughs> random. And that was back in the day. Yeah. But that's the thing is like teaching them on their level and and to you know, teaching them critical thinking stuff. Like if you do this, what's gonna happen outside of that instead mm -hmm. of memorize these 12 lines on this paragraph and read them back to me. People if you don't, don't you're going to fail. It's yeah. like, yeah. 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 You teach someone yeah. how to think. You teach someone how to draw their own conclusion. That's a real education. You teach, them how to memorize, teach them how to memorize. They're learning nothing but nothing. creating synapses in their brain that teach them to be very moldable mm -hmm. for other people. You right. know, for the news and for Anderson Cooper and for all those people who just like regurgitate things that mm -hmm. they're told to tell them that they are going to then absorb. That's all that does. Mm -hmm. Yeah, most well, of you know, Nico was a Rockefeller Nico was, education oh, sorry. system, right? Yes, mm -hmm. exactly. What exactly. was that, Rosie? I was going to say Nico was a teacher and he had to leave because he couldn't bear teaching mm -hmm. the children things that you guys are saying, just the common yeah. core bullshit, right? You yeah. know, and if anyone steered off and got creative, he and he thought it was great. He would get in trouble for giving them an A or whatever. He was like, mm -hmm. it's bullshit. I can't do it anymore. And he was a seventh grade teacher. You know, I mean, that's talk about like the worst of the worst. <laughs> I can mm -hmm. say that because I'm a seventh grader, but mm -hmm. also the most moldable, like you want to get in there. And he was an amazing teacher, but he's like, I can't. Nope, I can't do it. Because well, it's, it's heartbreaking. It's funny, too, because like what I was teaching, like the kids that I would have 
they couldn't do, you know, simple math, like two plus two. They couldn't, couldn't write properly, couldn't read properly because we have this uh, no student left behind thing, you know, and we have to pass them all. And, mm-hmm. and they couldn't do like the simplest task. And I'm like, you're a college student. You're looking for a medical career and you can't do these simple things. Mm-hmm. And so like reading the papers that they would write, it was like written in text speak, you know, with the weird abbreviations mm-hmm. and whatever. And I'm sitting there with my red <laughs> pen doodling all over stuff going, going to them all. What the <laughs> hell is this? Okay. Hand your paper back to me when you actually write this out in a language that is the English language. Uh, you know, yeah. I love how those Beetlejuice memes are going back around. Remember Beetlejuice? Yeah. Yeah. When he's like, uh, if you dig a six foot hole, how deep is the hole? And he's like, about 20 feet. <laughs> <It's so laughs> That's what like the average, you know, that is graduate is. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? hundred <laughs> percent. You're right. The biggest waste of time college. Oh, my God. I forget it. If I could do it over again, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> well, some money. They just put you they just set you up for debt. They're setting you right up for being understood that you can you know, owe money to some sort of bank, some sort of whatever it is, some sort of institution. And it's just setting you up to be completely defeated once you're finally free so that you mm-hmm. have to be enslaved another time, right? right. For, your job, for your work, or if you're, you know, a doctor, then you're going to be like, well, I've got, you know, almost a million dollars in, med- in, in medical school debt and, and undergrad debt. So maybe I need to incentivize people to take certain things or do certain things so that I can get paid so that I can mm-hmm. keep my job and keep my mouth shut, even if I don't believe in it, because I need to pay off my loans. I need to go for that lifestyle that I envisioned for myself when I first went to medical school. And that's where you get down that really, really slippery slope, you know, mm-hmm. especially yeah. when it comes to impacting other people. Hey, those well, doctors are the ones mm-hmm. that are cutting off people's legs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. fucking yacht too. Like well, and and the problem with that is, is they will the the system will allow you to take two hundred thousand dollars worth of debt for college, mm-hmm. but you can't get a twenty thousand dollar loan to start right. your own small business. Right. Yes. That's how fucked it is. Because, because you would be successful if you did the yeah. business. Exactly. Yeah. They're you banking on you not system. being successful, so you'll be one of their worker drones. Right. Yep. Exactly. And just be molded into conformity. Now, when you guys grew up, uh, so college was like, I had to go. There was like yeah. no, like if mm-hmm. I didn't go to college, everyone was sh- ashamed of me in my right. family. Loser, right? Uh, right. Such a loser. Mm-hmm. Like, right. and so I had no option. And then it yep. was like, I, I just tried to do things to get out of it all the time. Like I also went to school for art, like painting and stuff. So like, I'd be like, yeah, I have to go to like, I, I want to really go to Ireland this semester to study. You know, I didn't give a shit. I was just like, I got to get out of this. Right. So mm-hmm. finally it was like, I think I was there for like five years because I just couldn't take, on my fifth year. I just left. I didn't even gr- end up graduating because I just got a really good job, you know? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I talked to my grandfather one day and I was like, listen, you're a businessman. Like you came here from like Italy with like nothing, you know, Mm -hmm. you didn't go to college, you know? And he's like, yeah, it's a different time. And I was like, it's all right. Like, don't worry about me. You know what I mean? Like, I know it's a different time, but like to put that pressure, like Mm -hmm. I never want to do that to my kids. You know, I never want to do that because 
it was a waste of my time, honestly. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you guys, some of you might agree. Mm -hmm. The boomers, Rosie. The boomers, man. Like they are just, oh, you know, right. Because our parents are, I mean, probably our parents are all boomers. Mine, yeah. You know, Not to like, play devil's advocate too much, but like, don't you think that the people that came over here, like your grandpa, Rosie, like that must have been some wild pressure too. like starting yeah. a new fucking life. I mean, th- there's there's pressure for all these people. The, the difference is it seems like that generation could rise to the occasion on the mm-hmm. pressure. Yes. But we're a bunch of pussies. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's Including, you know, motivator. Our, yeah. I'm sorry, Emily. What was that? No, they took the pressure and made it their motivator. Yeah. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. like, fuck it, I got nothing to lose. Let's just go mm-hmm. for it. Right. Like a I lot got of a quarter. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. Because yeah. I only got a quarter in my pocket. They yeah. were awesome, but that was our grandparents, right? right? Of our generation, which I, I look up to. But our parents, that's another right. story yeah, yeah. because they're just like like even the other day, well, maybe this morning, I think my mom said my, my son was talking about college, my older one. He's like, I don't even really want to go to college. And my mother's like, Oh, well, you know. And I'm like, yeah. don't, I'm his mom, first of all. Mm-hmm. Don't push that. Mm-hmm. He wants to be like an electrician, you know? Right. And I'm like, yeah. You don't need college. Right. Better. He could be a business owner and be an electrician or work for somebody and have a great career, exactly. make great money, and make no a hell of a lot. A hell of a lot. And I'm like, mm-hmm. pushing well, it's that like, for him. It's like yeah. what you were saying with Leo. How he wanted to be a plumber because he of Mario, be and it's yep. like, yeah, go for it. Dude. They yes, make good money too. Money being a plumber, exactly. Yeah. I'm like the Pleatsy Property Brothers, you know. Let's do it. And like, yeah. you know, that yeah. well, talking about a good movie was the Mario movie with no agenda. That was very was good. Yeah. Did you saw it too? It was awesome. It, yeah, yeah. It was so it's just been... like refreshing to like relive like those video games again even though you know they had like that old school part where it was like the 80s like video game in there it was just so cool i don't know there was no agenda to it and it also taught like that entrepreneurship like actually you can actually do something if you have the right heart the right agenda and like that's the thing like and my kids and i have actually been talking about like what if we open like a, a, a restaurant or like a pizzeria or something that they can take on? Like we can use the family money and like put into something that they can create so they don't have to go to college and get into corporations and be paper pushers and do those things. And they can like cultivate it on their own with their own advertising and all that stuff. And we just like spit all these ideas and talk about all these different things because they are already seeing maybe college isn't the answer because what's it going to do put us into corporations what is that a slave to the government you know and Mm -hmm. and they see that because they see what i do like i do that from my home you know and i'm i work from home but i work for a giant company you know and and while i have flexibility because i work remotely i'm still a slave to that system for the money you know yeah Yeah. to to whoever's point that said like the uh the i think it was you rosie that was saying that the uh uh, you know our our parents generation was kind of the problem i definitely agree with that they're Mm -hmm. the generation that thought that bill gates is a fucking genius right right? yeah i mean that is a problem to to be there and and janet yeah i I know that like that's kind of your generation uh, more or less but there are these there's because I'm like the mom of the group. Me too, me too. Well, there's no the shame thing, in that. The there, thing you is, just, right, like, honestly, what, what they wanted to do was make life easy for us, right? And that's that's mm-hmm. what it that's part of the problem. 
is they right. want life to be easier for your kids. You don't want them to struggle like you had to, but the but struggle, they got duped into like it. we went back to the grandparents, mm-hmm. is what makes you who you are. Right. right. What I'm yep. saying though is like there's no there's no shame for the for the generation as a whole. There's there's outliers, right? There's people mm-hmm. that are like 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 you, Janet. Like you you, you don't fucking fall in line with the bullshit. Mm-hmm. There, like I remember when I when I first asked my mom who bill gates was my mom told me she's he's the smartest man in the world you know what mm-hmm. i mean like when i was, that was a child in the textbook. that was in the textbooks for me in the 80s growing up that was in my textbook who is yeah. bill gates he is the smartest man in the world and right. he he's also the greatest doctor in the world. Mm-hmm. Yes. and the best farmer and you should trust right. him because <laughs> so that's he the thing so smart and they indoctrinate you that way that's right. the thing it's not the generation it, it, maybe maybe i misspoke maybe it is the generation as a whole but there are all these outliers where you know my mom has started to understand all this shit right janet you saw the the education system from like the worst side possible and you've ended up mm-hmm. you know being able to turn this into something very positive and there's a lot of people that are doing that now but like what what is what is this generation right like not not my my generation our generation or whatever but like the the generation that's grown up right now coming into their teens what are they gonna do right i think that's an important thing to where we we really pound it in their head like no bill gates is not the smartest Mm -hmm. man in the world it's really hard to quantify who is the smartest man in the world because it's no one that endorses nasa it's no one that you're gonna see on tv Mm -hmm. right that's, I think, a, a really important thing to tell people, but it's just mm-hmm. so hard because the system is working against that. Yeah. Agreed. Who's the smartest person in the world? Anybody that has critical thinking skills. Yeah. Truthers mm-hmm. right here. <laughs> Maybe it's a collective of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no one person. So, yeah. yeah, it's tough. It's tough, man. I, uh, I, I do not envy people that have kids, but. I'm on your side, man. I, it's I entertaining. It's so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. It's a circus every I, goddamn day. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's fun trying to reverse, like for me, because ours are older, reverse the college indoctrination, mm-hmm. you know? And so mm-hmm. they'll be chitter chattering about something and I'll be like, well, actually, would you like me to tell you the, the truth about, mm-hmm. you know? x y and z or whatever or like i always have to pipe up and say something and they're like mom and then they get really frustrated at me but they know i'm not gonna stop you know but yeah yeah, reversing that whole learning curve they have is sometimes challenging yeah Yeah. what's most challenging is when you have like an x i don't know (laughs) Mm-hmm. that believes in opposite things that you believe in. Right. And so they have to go visit there and then they mm-hmm. come home completely confused because they've mm-hmm. been indoctrinated, you know, like all right. weekend long. That's what I have to do with my oldest all the time. It's like, mm-hmm. oh my God, like it just never ends. It's like, can't he just be new? Why, why can't we just be neutral? Then let's just be like, let's not talk about stuff, but things are just pushed down his throat so much mm-hmm. that when he comes home, he's like, I don't know what to believe, mom. I don't know what to believe because of course mm-hmm. it's not one of your parents is telling you one thing and your mm-hmm. other parents telling you another. Mm-hmm. That's that's confusing. So yeah, it's it's parent being a parent's the hardest thing in the world. But mm-hmm. it's great. Yeah. I love my kids, but damn, you know, you just yeah, want well, everyone to be okay. Yeah, this world is definitely crazy. But like yeah for for with my kids, like they 
they have, they're only seeing their father now more than they ever have before. So they trust my opinion more. So they actually educate him. So when he tries to mm. say like, no, don't say that about chemtrails. It's not true. They're like, dad, what do you see? Like, yeah, look up in the sky. Those are not passenger planes. <laughs> right. Like, Google it. like they're, they, and they'll come back and tell me that they're like, we had to tell dad and he got mad. And I'm like, at least you spoke your truth. Like you right. see it, you mm-hmm. get it. You know what's going on. Like I keep using the chemtrail explanation, but like it's just very funny that that it it's just very very interesting how that played out in my situation. Thank goodness because they see their truth and they're willing to defend it even to their father, and they love their father, and I love that they spend time with him. Like we have a great like co-parenting relationship or whatever, but but like it's just that one thing that he can't get past, and and they will always you know stand up for themselves and what they truly see from facts from what I show them you know I don't try to manipulate any in any way the situation I just say like what do you see here what do you see with this is this normal or is this not and and, and show them the different things mm-hmm. that's beautiful though yeah mm-hmm. that is really nice got to teach the parents a thing or two right right and I love that they're confident enough in what they know to stand up for that you know mm-hmm. which is like I love it every time I'm always like they get it so much that they're willing to teach it you know it's not like a who wins or who loses it's more like are they so confident in what they see and what they know you know what I mean that they and even my son like he shows me things that I've never seen before like Mm because he's so researching and diving down rabbit holes it's pretty incredible good for them yeah it's great what's going on (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so well, let's let me talk about now. I'm just kidding. Let me ask an awkward question then for for the the people that you know have kids and and then split apart from the uh, the parents mm-hmm. and stuff. I mean, do you do you regret <laughs> being with the the that person because you got something so beautiful out of it? That's all of no. us. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? No, no. I don't regret it because, like, if I regretted it, that would change the whole trajectory of their existence and, like, right, where right. they are, right? So, no, I don't regret a minute of it mm-hmm. at all, Same. at all. And and it every every time you're in these situations, it's just how you view it that can change the trajectory of how you handle it, right? Mm-hmm. So I look at it as like, well, wasn't a great situation, but now. I'm happier than I've ever been mm-hmm. and my kids can feed off of that and we can be very open and honest and they trust me a hundred percent. And now they get more time with them with their dad than they have before. They don't, it's not 50 50, but they still see him more than they ever have in the past. So it's like, it's a win-win for everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's the fact that they were, yeah. they were brought into it with good intentions, right? Right. That's the whole thing. It was at, you know, mm-hmm. it, what happens down the road is what it is. But the, mm-hmm. at the time they were brought into the family with the best of intentions. And, mm-hmm. you know, once you have your own child, it's a, it's a game changer, you know, because mm-hmm. there's that, that's something that is, you know, you will give your life for, and there's not much in this world that mm-hmm. I would give my life for other than right. my son and my dog, really, you know, like, my family is all I got. And mm-hmm. whether it's with his mother or not, that doesn't matter. That's, that's just, that mm-hmm. shit happens. Right. Yeah. Right. As long as you're safe and happy, that's all that matters. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, for me, kid. I was just going to say like, for me, 
you have to be thankful for the good and the bad that happen in your life. And, you know, people come in for specific amounts of time, you know, and that's the way the plan is. So for me, I got like the most beautiful miracle out of the most miserable situation. Yeah. And I learned a lot from that and, and, you know, thank God that it happened the way that it did, but I would never change a thing. Mm. Yeah. Like I said, it may be a stupid question for someone like me to ask that, that, that doesn't have a kid. It just seems like, you know, there's good and bad to it. Right. And there's so that's why I ask. I yeah, don't know. Right. I don't know how I would answer that guys. I'm being completely mm-hmm. honest. Right. But I'm coming off the cusp of a two year right. train wreck, you know? Yeah. But um my son is also adopted, my first my my older son. So what I have I don't know. I always wanted to adopt a child. So I did. But I've done it on my own. I don't know. You know what I mean? Maybe I you know, who knows? But I yeah. can't answer that question. I don't that's a good question. Yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting thing that yeah, it's wild. And uh, yeah, adopting is is a crazy it's a it's a really, really I mean, just like it's a wild thing to do. It it seems like it's in, in the best way possible, right? Yeah. Like it's mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not saying anything negative about it. It's just like that's oh, yeah. such a fucking commitment right there. So was, yeah, yeah, that's that's uh I mean, man, I, I want kids so bad. Like I just don't know like if if I want to pull the trigger on that, so to speak, you know what I mean? It it's, will happen when yeah. you least expect it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never, no, if you're never uh, prepared, no. there's never a right time. It's My never pullout game is strong, ladies. Okay, so that's <laughs> what I'm saying. So it there won't you go. happen when I least no. expect it. It's, Next uh, time we have a round table, someone's going to tell us they're going to be a dad. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Right. No, I, I think it is. Uh, it's just you such a scary idea. It is until you have it. Yeah. And then once you have it, it's life. Mm-hmm. sure sure yeah. because, you know and that's why they say it's like it, it is life-altering because your whole your whole focus change everything changes mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you look at everything differently now because now you have you know and you have dogs and it's not even relatable to that right right, right. like and, yeah, and, and dude, think about I'll, what I'll you somebody do for my dog about what you would do for your dog right right and yeah. now magnify that i i can't even put a number on it no dude i beat the shit out of somebody for z z got uh he's passed away since this dude fucking kicked Z when we had him as a puppy. Dude got fucking wrecked. Me, me and like three of my friends just beat the fuck out of this dude. So yeah, I can understand what you would do for a child. I'm in that camp of kind of wanting, like I'm torn. Like I want to adopt a kid, but then like the monkey in me wants to like pass my genes on. You know what I mean? And I think it's just such a. I did I know both. I could do both. Yeah, yeah, for both. sure, for sure. I, it just seems like you know it's a. I don't know. Both are just a, a really interesting thing. And like, I've gotten to this point where I'm like, man, I want to do something, you know? Um, it's but just, I got to tell you, you don't lo- like, it's the same love, you know? So oh, like, sure, sure. Yeah. But a lot of people do ask and, you know, that's something uh, that gets brought up sometimes is, you know, is there a different love there or whatever? No, <laughs> not at all. You know, that's like, yeah, but, that's but like when does. kids are like, uh, if you had to kill one of us, which one would it be? Yeah. Yeah. I got that question the other day and I was like, how could you even ask me? That? <laughs> I used no. to ask my mom that as a 19 year old and my sister yeah. was fucking three. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's yeah. so funny. Well, I know. There, but, yeah. Racist, though, Ryan, like, 
I swear to you, like with your mindset and your ability to like harness the truth and like see things for what they are, you could only bring a better human into this world. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. By giving them the influence that you have for what you do and what you see and like the information that you provide, like you could only shape a better future for this generation that's so fucked, you know? Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah, I appreciate that. I would turn them into a fighter, by the way. I'd get them into wrestling like immediately Perfect. and then boxing and it, then it, probably some sort of other martial arts. And what's wild, mm-hmm. Ryan, is once you start seeing your traits in them, mm-hmm. that's just it's like mind blowing. It's like, how that's, does this other yeah. person do the same things that I do? You know, yeah. or, 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 uh, all the shitty right? little things that we do, all the shitty little yeah, things. Yeah, like, bad that's what hab, I see you know, <laughs> just little, it's the littlest things that you pick up and you're like, oh, shit, that's me. Yeah. You no, know? and also, though, even better, it's like when they're you, but better. And like, yeah. that blows my mind. I'm always like, like, and I said to my sons one time we were talking and I was like, it's like, it's like you're me and your dad, but better. And it's incredible. <laughs> he was like, he like he had tears in his eyes for that. He was like, "Are you serious?" He's like, "Cause you're amazing, Dad's amazing." I'm like, "No, no, you're you're a better version of us because we're teaching you what we learned wrong." You know, like and yeah, and it's it's that's the most like that part when you see like how you can look outside of yourself if you've been in therapy or you do things to make yourself better, and then and then you project that into your kids and what you teach them and how you shape them, and then you see them take what they naturally have and take it from there to the next level that you didn't think was possible. It just fills you with this, this sense of pride. And it's just incredible. It's really incredible experience to see. And on the other end of that M, when you look at shitty kids, you see right away how shitty their parents are and you feel bad for them because they had no shot. They Mm, they were given no chance whatsoever. (laughs) They were doomed from the start because they're the the black hearts. Yeah. 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 For sure. No, you're, like, you, 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 Ryan, you'll make a good breeder for sure. Go yeah. For Thanks. And, I mean, I'm so scared. Your kids that. are going to be so entertaining. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I know. Seriously. Okay. Do okay. it. I'm Do looking it. forward to that. You got a support system. Let's go. We're your, we'll be your, your helpers. You know what I mean? I appreciate that. Yeah. That's very right. sweet of you. Yeah. I'm just scared. It's a scary thing scary thing it is scary but like it's it's so scary until it happens and then you're like oh this is the best thing that's ever happened to me like but i was always like i could never be a mom i'm not gonna be a mom it's not gonna happen i i don't know that i can and then i did and it changed everything and and it i love nothing more than what i do as a mom you know it's Mm -hmm. the best part of my life yeah for sure i didn't i didn't think i used to have like a maternal instinct in me when i was younger and then all of a sudden it just like came out really strong, but I didn't feel that. I was like, I'm never going to have kids. And I'm like, mm-hmm. but I nurture everything else around me. So how do I not want to nurture my own children? I really think it was just fear, you know? Yep. And then it's it just, it is, it's like, yeah, yeah. But it's like, I think a lot of like, if you go through trauma as a kid or whatever, you know, it's like, oh shit, I'm just going to pretend that didn't happen. And right. yeah, I'm just not going to have those kids. You know what I mean? So it's, it's kind of like that too. Yeah. But at the same time, it is. It's so cool. Um, and, and especially if you do experience stuff, if you have gone through some traumatic events in your life or whatever, you just protect like your mama bear, papa bear. Like mm-hmm. it just, you know, well, it, it amps it up even that. more. 
and teach yeah. them like, instead of sheltering them, right? So like I like when my kids encounter like bad people or bad things, I don't I don't just shield it from them. It's like there's gonna be shitty people in your life. There's gonna be yeah. people that are definitely manipulate you and hurt you and do these things. So here's what you do when you encounter those people. And here's the things that you see that you can mitigate that, right? So that you can learn how to be stronger as a person and navigate your way through life. Like I, I don't sugarcoat that in any way, shape or form. I don't either. And that's, that's the funny thing. And I'm so glad you brought that up because sometimes I'll have these discussions with people and, and tell them things that are going on you know, with our kids, my, my daughter's older, she's a therapist, you know, and our son's in college now and whatever. And so they'll be like, oh my God, well, why didn't you step into that situation and like, you know, tell them to to stop doing that or do something different. And I'm like, because they're never going to learn and they're never going to grow unless they have those experiences. And unfortunately, as a parent, Sometimes you have to let them stumble and make mistakes on their own or they're never going to grow up. Yeah. You're not going to let them fall off the cliff. Right. Sometimes they got to take a bump here and there. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. They yeah. Patient trophy thing. Right. Yeah. So like they have to learn there's a consequence to an action that they don't like. I mean, it just happened with mm-hmm. my son. Like there was a thing where he didn't care about a certain part of his curriculum. Mm-hmm. And then from there, like all of a sudden he couldn't do track for a week. Mm-hmm. And I said, and I knew it was going to come. And I'd said my piece, but I didn't force it. And then I said, do you remember when I said this? Do you remember mm-hmm. when we talked about this? And this is what happened. And that right. was so impactful that it'll never happen again. They have to fall in order to learn. They have right. to. Right. And I think it's funny, too, because I've always gotten criticism for people because my daughter and I have a very close relationship. And from, yeah. like, early, early age, we we talked about sex. You know, these are things you're going to encounter, whatever. We have very, very mm-hmm. honest, open discussions like from a young age, because, you know, being a nurse, I'm seeing kids in our office that are like 10 that are pregnant. And so Mm -hmm. we started at like six having these discussions and introducing things. And, and it's funny because some parents are like, Oh my God, you should never have those discussions with your kids like that, at that young age. And I'm like, I'd much rather do that and teach them about consequences than be a grandma when she's 10. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. for sure. No, I mean, I wish I was talked more about it with like my mom. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We Oh, my parents never did. Forget it. But I feel yeah, like no. our relationship would have been so much better and closer. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like everything was just so like, we don't talk about that. You know, yeah, we don't talk about that. So I don't know. And I went to like an all girls private Catholic school. Same. So I like mm-hmm. knew nothing like going right. to college. I was just like. You were ashamed for everything. You were ashamed for everything. Everything. Yeah. And that's the, that's the funny thing too, is because our communication is so open that there's a lot of times she'll call and tell me something. I'm like, Ooh, TMI. Mm-hmm. Right. TMI. Mm-hmm. Nah, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. I don't want to hear that. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm very like calm and stuff when she tells me things, but there are some stuff I'm just like, Ooh, cringe. Like, Mm, yeah i didn't need to know that like in that detail thanks for sharing though my boys are unhinged with this already and i'm like you're 13 
and the six-year-old is just as bad. I'm like, uh-huh. talk to your dad, <laughs> you know, I'm your mom, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> what about, uh, what about you, Matt? Do you encounter any, uh, interesting conversations with your kid yet about girls or oh no he... he's still at that okay. stage where if he sees like people kissing on TV, he covers his mm-hmm. eyes and he's gross. like this is yeah. disgusting i think yeah. i'm gonna throw up mm-hmm. like because i was mm-hmm. i was uh somebody did a post about you know grooming and shit like that and about sexualization of kids i'm like i got a 10 year old and this dude mm-hmm. like he's a good looking kid and there's girls that like him in his class and stuff and he wants no part of it and like I said, when we watch TV, if we watch watching a show and people kiss, even he's like, "Oh, it's so gross." He's like, I, oh, "I'm gonna think I'm gonna be sick," and it's like, so I'm like, "All right, dude, good, and, stay that way until yeah. you're in your twenties." But, but you know what? When the time comes, comes, I have no problem yeah. talking with him because we're real open about everything, you know. Mm-hmm. And and I'm like, D-, and I always bust his balls because I'm like, "Oh, you wait." lover boy i'm like you're gonna be mm-hmm. all over the girls in a couple of years i'm like you, mm-hmm. you watch yourself i'm like but we're gonna have a talk about girls and and mm-hmm. what girls are because they can get you in a lot of trouble mm-hmm. and you can get yourself in a lot of trouble so we're gonna we're gonna have a chat about this when the time is right yeah but so now but it's true when the time is right, you need to be so frank about that because that will teach him a world of knowledge because mm-hmm. we were fighting blind, right? In our generation, right. we were fighting blind about because our parents didn't want to talk about sex. They didn't want to talk about relationships. They didn't want to talk about any of that. They wanted to pretend drugs, nothing. Yeah. You know what they did? You know what they did? They scared us with AIDS. Yeah. That's what they did. That's how they kept us away from sex. I remember in middle school, that was the Mm -hmm. big thing was the whole AIDS thing. You're going to get AIDS if you have sex once, you know, or you're going to get pregnant if you have sex once. Like, I remember not sleeping at night over AIDS. (laughs) Yeah. Not, no, literally losing sleep, going into the work the day and like my stomach being sick because of that. And I was like, in a relationship you know what i mean like and it's just so ridiculous what they dr fauci did right it was him yep. again yeah yeah because my parents taught me nothing like no, me nothing yeah. there was no mention of anything in, mm-hmm. in any sort of relationship girls sexual nothing it was all you know and then you get sex ed in like seventh or eighth grade and that's a that's an absolute joke and but there were it, it, ironically, I mean, funny enough, there were like two or three girls in my eighth grade class that were pregnant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it's yeah, like, oh, they're, they're just white trash. You know, that was the whole way right. went around. That only mm-hmm. happens to them. And it's like, no. And then we get to high school and there was like one of the cheerleaders got knocked up. And then it was a whole mm-hmm. then everybody panicked. Like the whole town went into panic because mm-hmm. one of the golden children got knocked up at 16. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, see, back oh. in my day, uh, the the thing to worry about uh, was nuclear bombs. And so hiding under a desk and things like that, like gonna that was going to save us. Yeah, yeah that was the scare <laughs> when I was a child. <laughs> yeah. Way back in the dinosaur ages. They got I just one of those every generation. Every yeah. generation. Yeah, exactly. Every generation has a different scare. But mm-hmm. I have one thing to say that's going to like be a game changer for this generation for us and for our kids look up it's a natural contraceptive it's called neem n e e m 
research it because guys can take it and girls can take it. It won't change anything about their um, ability to procreate or anything like that in the future. But in the short term, it will absolutely change. The boys can take it and the girls can take it. It also helps with your gut health, everything like that. I take it. I haven't gotten pregnant since I wanted to, you know, so it's called N E E M Hmm. and it's like, it's, it's a very, very old herb that prevents you from getting pregnant. But when you stop it within six weeks, men can take it or women can take it to prevent pregnancy. And when you stop it within six weeks, you can conceive again. So look into that for your kids. That's interesting. Does it stop stop your menstrual cycle? No. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't, it actually helps balance your hormones because it helps with your gut health. It helps. Mm-hmm. It's an anti antiviral, antimicrobial. It also helps balance like the bad bacteria in your gut. And blood so sugar. Also, yes. Interesting. And yes. And men can take it solely or women can take it solely to be um, a contraceptive. So that is like the biggest, if you start digging into it, it's going to blow your mind. Huh. That's never wild. have to take a synthetic never pill. Wild. That because that syn- synthetic pill like just ruined my body back in the day. Mm-hmm. You know, it ruined me. Absolutely ruined my cycle, my everything, my whole balance. And um, when, once I discovered neem, it changed everything. And there's a lot of science that backs it up. So for the listeners, for you guys, for whoever needs it, it's incredible for our kids. I think like even for our sons, they can take it and not have to worry. You know, it's incredible. And nobody talks about it. But once you dive into it, like there's so much research out there. Mm -hmm. There's so many studies. There's so many people who talk about what it's done for their lives and how they are like able to use it for five years and have two kids when they wanted to and not have kids when they don't want to it's really incredible and it's very easily available it's not expensive (laughs) that's great wow yeah yeah it's very that's like i really wanted to share that after this conversation (laughs) (laughs) we will put that in the show notes a link to neem neem n-e-e-m yeah it's like an indian ayurvedic you know herb yeah i've I've heard of that before but i didn't know it did that so Mm -hmm. that is you got a lot of benefits. Contraceptive, it'll blow your mind. It, they're yeah. what's out there and the research that's out there, and it's it's incredible. It's actually mm. incredible. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, on that note, this has been excellent. I think we're going to get out of here. Let's uh, let's go around and tell everyone where they can find you, and uh, we'll start with you, Rosie, since you got to go last. Okay. I'm Rosie from Upstate Unconventional, and you can find me at rosie.quartz underscore on Instagram. And thank you so much for coming, hon. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And Miss Emily? All right. So I'm uh, on Instagram at Miss Emily. I don't um, have my own podcast about truth, but I do have an NFL sort of Packers related podcast. My son and I have started, we did only one episode, but we're kicking it back up when the season comes back in. We were just talking about it today. So, and that is called the Pack Attack Podcast. Um, But otherwise you can find me on Instagram at at Miss Emily. It's Emily with a B in the middle. Yeah, I was hoping for an NFL draft show out of him. We were going to do that. We talked about it and then we just didn't get to it. 
Um, but he's we're he's definitely like gung ho about getting it started again now that the school year is kind of wrapping up and the stressors of school are 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 winding down. So we'll we'll kick back in coming into July. End of July, you'll see it come back in. And he is not your average child when it comes to football talk. Holy shit, he blew my mind in that first episode you guys did. It was awesome. I was like, oh, I want more. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 really like he absorbs everything and he's really he like when I my conversations with him are like an adult. So like it's his podcast. I'm his sidekick and it's going to be fantastic when it jumps off. Oh, yeah. The points this kid makes yeah. are, are off the charts. I mean, yeah, he, he's better you. than those idiots, those dipshits at ESPN. That's for sure. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Miss Janet. You can find me at uh, Deplorable Nation on every podcast platform and then on Twitter at no Janet K-N-O-W, and on Instagram at Deplorable Janet. And thank you for joining us. You're always you. a pleasure to speak with. Thank you. So are big, you. Big Rye, what do you got going on? Just the same old stuff, man. Uh, just another uh, fun Monday here. I think this was a great episode. And uh, nothing else, man. Just thankful to be on again. But what are you up to? What's your What's your store? Because I want to push those shirts. Your shirts are the best. <laughs> your shirts are fun. Oh, oh they're so good. Thank you guys are so nice. Uh mm -hmm. what is it? Dangerousworldpodcast.com. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cause I, I think I, I went to Dangerous World Pod and it's like all women's attire. I was like, what is this? This isn't what I want. Oh, <laughs> they're just hijacking my shit. Yeah. So I had to go to your the link in your Instagram bio, your link tree, and I found it. Yeah, yeah. Dangerous yeah. World Podcast. Yeah. I'm trying to add some tank tops and stuff in there too for the hot times, but yeah, man, They're just awesome, uh, having man. fun. I with just that. I just ordered the uh, the the women's one. <laughs> that is a classic. Yeah, broken several women's sports records. I actually yes. ordered one myself, and uh, you know, because you know, <laughs> like I said, dude, you know, I can beat a. I, I bet you, I can I can beat a bunch of women's sports records if it just came. If I could just get a wig, and just compete in some women's. You look sports. like the guys in that Bud Light commercial. Yeah, I think I could get in there and I can really wreck some shit. Uh, I'm just not able to do it, but I got the shirt for all of us guys that want to get into women's sports and just aren't able to. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a fun thing, but yeah. What are you up to Matt? Uh, nothing. I'm in baseball season. So that's going, we had, we had Friday, Saturday, Sunday, tonight's my only night off this week. And then we go Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So it's like, it's mayhem. So for all the people that listen to the great deception show, it's going to be a minute. I'll get around mm -hmm. to it, but there's just not enough hours in the day. But uh, I love this time of year being my son on the at the baseball field. And some dipshit commented because I put pictures up of my son playing baseball so my mom and family can see since they're not up here. And some dipshits like you're the problem. You understand that's a Masonic game, and you're just you're supposed to be a truther, yeah. and you're contributing to the to the whole no. bad mentality. And I was like, yeah. all right, go fuck yourself. Oh. Get yeah. out of here. Mm -hmm. it's like dude you don't even understand what sports do i'm like you're probably living in your parents basement still pissed off and jerking off the porn hub leave me alone <laughs> so yeah fuck right off with that noise that's ridiculous yeah. like, NFL, you know it's the same but we got we gotta have something to learn from and rally around i get it that's yeah. horrible and like just 
reduce that noise. You know. Oh like, yeah, I'm like fuck you, mm-hmm, dude. This mm-hmm. is this is the like his happy place is to be yeah. out there with his friends, and I love being out there with these kids. And like I said, I use it to to coach them, to actually lead them, mm-hmm. and try and shape them a little bit into being better humans and stronger humans and all that stuff. So <laughs> it's if they get good life. enough, if they get it's good enough, life. then it's actually they real can- life. Yeah. If they get good enough, they can then later they can sacrifice the kids later, way yeah. later when they're pros. You know what I mean? I, kids are in spirits. Yeah. And let them two, let them get my kids college go, education. Kids first. I coached went pro. So well, not pro pro, but they played in the minors. So mm-hmm. it's like and and seeing how happy they were and and they're well adjusted people. It's like oh fuck yourself with the whole Masonic mm-hmm. bullshit. I get it. It was started yeah. by Masons. It has Mason yeah. tones. And then you everything see, oh, that from, the whole country does. Yeah, and right. then he gets into this promoting the whole us versus them, and I'm like, oh my god, yeah, you oh, miss the whole team team aspect, and you know all the whole mm-hmm. all that shit. So I was just like, all right, I'm moving on. But yeah, uh, yeah. you can never win with these people, man. No. You, you never can. That's the whole thing. Like, well, the- that's what I was saying. I'm like, well, I can't watch movies. I can't listen to music. I can't, I can't, there's no form of entertainment that is, that is not. Competition's bad. Don't be yeah. better at anything than anyone else. Yep. You know, all this shit. It's just like, it's a, it's a world full of fucking losers is what's out there. And you know, there's, there's people that are smart enough to listen to like good content and things like that. And those are the only people they need to care about. Fuck all these dumbasses yeah. that are out there. Yep. I'm with you, brother. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, thank you very much. This was another awesome ladies night. We will definitely have to do this again. This is this is one of my favorite conversations. I love I love these. These are so, so much fun. With that, everybody stay strong and question. Boys are boys from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Girls are girls right from the start. Everybody's fancy. Everybody's fine. Your body's fancy, and so is mine. Only girls can be the mummies. Only boys can grow up and be the daddies. Yes, sir. Everybody's fancy. Everybody's fine. Your body's fancy, and so is mine. I think you're a special person. And I like your ins and outsides. Everybody's fancy, everybody's fine. Your body's fancy, and so is mine. Can you sing that with me?